For 70 podcasts, we've been on a journey to understand the cluster B, to understand the borderline, to understand the narcissist in our lives. Are we just waiting to die? Welcome to the 70th podcast of My Inner Torch. For 70 podcasts, I've been talking about my experiences and my research and my journey through a relationship with a cluster B. Who is my wife? Is she a narcissist? Is she a borderline? How can I classify her? And I can, I have to say that I don't care what the classification is. I know that I am not in a happy marriage. I know that I'm not in a, in a regular relationship, a normal relationship. So what am I doing? Am I waiting to die? Now, I know that that's a very, very heavy statement to say, waiting to die. It sounds like I'm on death row and that one day they're going to lead me down the hall to the execution chamber and the governor will not give me a reprieve. But isn't this what we are really doing? When you think about it, why are we remaining in a relationship where there is no hope? Why are we in a terminal relationship? Why are we in a circular relationship? Why are we grasping the breadcrumbs? Why are we fantasizing about the person that they once were or how they portrayed themselves to us? I know full well that my wife is not going to come full circle. She's not going to go back to the love bombing days. She's not going to go back to idealizing me. This is where I think she's more of a narcissist than a borderline. But then there are borderline traits kind of thrown in there. But what are we doing? This is not a marriage. This is not a relationship. This is a person who has told me that she doesn't like me several times. This is a person who is not giving me the very basics of a loving relationship, of an intimate relationship. Am I asking too much of my wife? And perhaps I am because maybe I'm expecting something that she just can't give. So why am I still here? Why are you still where you're at? Why are you questioning? Why are you confused? Why are you hoping that this person is going to give you some ray of hope, some glimmer? Are we just waiting to die? And by that, I mean, are we just going through the days, each day being the same as the other. I know I'm frustrated. I know I go to bed every single night going, what's going on here? Why am I still here? Why is she still here? And for obvious reasons, financial, familial, but why do we subject ourselves to the continued abuse, to the continued neglect? Why? So if Somebody was on the outside looking in, as I've said before in previous podcasts, you wouldn't know there was anything wrong in our relationship. If I met you on the street with my wife, you wouldn't sit there and go, well, there's something really going on here. You're being abused. Ah, you're, you're being neglected. You're not emotionally getting what you need out of the relationship. Your wife is not bringing anything to the table other than the fact that she is present. That's it. You wouldn't see that. 
Are we putting on a show? No, not necessarily. We're being civil. And I was thinking to myself, why is it and how is it that my wife kind of just continues to move along on her own path, living in her room, not making any effort to sort of repair our marriage, our relationship. It was interesting because my wife triggered me the other day. She was talking about some friends of hers that are going to come in from out of town who whom she hasn't seen for many, many years. And she was talking about that, you know, she was embarrassed about our house. This is, again, one of those things that nothing can ever be enough for her. Nothing could be right. She has to be negative. There's always that negative underlying theme. And so she doesn't like this house that we live in, and she's ashamed of this house. There's no reason to be ashamed of it. It's a nice house, and most people who come here say that it is so. But she does not like this house. She never has. This is one of the reasons why we can't have a relationship. We need to move. And then maybe we can work on our relationship. Maybe we can start dating again. This is the lunacy that I live with. Am I waiting to die? Meaning, am I just here? Am I just existing? Am I just, well, I'm just here, just like my wife. Are we just roommates? Are we just acquaintances? So the story that I was relating to you and a trigger that happened to me, and that kind of brought this all around and kind of made me think about, am I just here just to kind of last my, you know, wait out my last days of living, which is pathetic, by the way, it's pathetic that I would even think that, but she was talking and, and it's funny because it was a delayed reaction for me. And she was talking about that when these two friends come, they're going to go, they're going to come to the city that's closest to us about 40 miles away. And it was interesting because she wasn't being very direct in how she was describing when they would be coming up here and that she would come and spend some time with them. But she was like, well, you know, we could get a uh, a hotel room, you know, or she, she was saying, I'll get a hotel room with two double beds. And I, I remember thinking at the time, you know, that's kind of weird because is she going to be staying with her friends? You know, here she is. She's a middle-aged woman. Is she going to be bunking with her friends? And then it kind of hit me. She was talking about us. She was talking about her and I getting a hotel room in a city that's where these friends would visit and we would be in two separate beds. And it's weird because it triggered me. It triggered an intense amount of anger in me. I was fed up. I was like her. I was like, you know what? I'm done. I, I just, I no, that's just ridiculous. Here's somebody who I've been with for 21 years who I've had children with, and we're going to get a hotel room with two double beds. I mean, again, that's triple D dysregulated, disordered and dysfunctional. And it, you know, I'm not absolutely sure, but I'm pretty certain that she was talking about us because I can't imagine that there would be two double beds with her two friends and that they would stay in a hotel room. The way that she kind of put it out there was what I call a black swan. It was basically information that she perhaps didn't want to tell me, but kind of presented to me inadvertently that that's what I can expect. She's also planning a trip down to see our daughter and, you know, spend some time down there in Virginia. 
and we're going to go and perhaps stay in a townhouse. And I would, and I'd already suspected that since she's not living in the bedroom with me, that how would that work? But again, this is something that she may not completely disclose to me until we get down there and she's in another bedroom staying with our daughter. This is the lunacy that we deal with. Is lunacy a strong word? Well, it's the dysregulation. It's the disordered. These people are not mentally ill. They didn't catch a cold. They don't have a flu. They're disordered. They're dysfunctional and they're dysregulated. And why we as norms or nons, why do we put up with it? It's a rhetorical question. MyInnerTorch at gmail.com. Your thoughts and perspective are always welcome. But I'm telling you straight, why are we waiting to die? Why aren't we seeking happiness elsewhere? Why do we set ourselves on the path that, you know, we, we don't give ourselves absolution. We don't grant ourselves the freedom that we deserve. Why do we stay in these relationships? And you have to step back and you have to ask yourself, why are you codependent? Are you trauma bonded? Do you have CPTSD, complex post-traumatic stress disorder? Because after a while, that phase, that fog wears off, that toxic fog, and you begin to see some clarity, which I think I'm in that stage right now. I'm sitting here going, WTF, why? Why? So I have to answer that question myself. And I have to think that through and I have to see beyond the 21 years that I've invested in this relationship. And I have to accept the fact that it's not going to be any different and that it doesn't seem to be very odd to my wife, the way that she is carrying on. And am I just waiting to die? Am I going to continue to pander to this relationship? When there's no deposit and no return, I get nothing back. And we're not talking selfishly here. I'm not talking about material things. I'm not talking about my wife buying me gifts. I'm not even talking about my wife telling me that I'm a wonderful person, you know, building my self-esteem. I'm talking about the fundamentals of a relationship, give and take, and not just take and no give. So that's what I want you to think about. I want you on this 70th podcast to think about, are you just waiting to die? Even if it's a relationship where you're not married, why are you tolerating it? Even if it is a familial relationship, it's a brother, it's a sister, it's a mother or a father, an uncle or an aunt. Are you just there just to be there? What are you getting out of being there? And if you're in a relationship, if you're in a marriage, you know, why are you still going through the day and not getting anything out of it? Just putting up with the abuse, putting up with the rages, putting up, you know, building emotional sandcastles, 
only to have them washed away, starting from zero, shoots and ladders, all these podcasts that I've talked about. The emotional weather vane. One minute they're high, the next minute they're low. You share in those highs and lows. And when they're high, you're high, you're excited, you're happy. They're hoovering you, bringing you back into the fold. They're breadcrumbing you. They're nice one minute, then they're nasty the next. Why? Why are you subjecting yourself to the humiliation, to the degradation, to the devaluing, to the detaching, and to the eventual discard at their benefit, at their discretion? Why? Why are you waiting to die. My inner torch at gmail.com. Always welcome your correspondence. This is the 70th podcast, 70 podcasts of talking about this and so much more material to come. New episodes uploaded every single Friday at 10 a.m. Eastern standard time. Think about that. Let that resonate with you. It's a harsh statement, but there is truth in it. Why are you waiting to die. Be well, and whatever you do, be good. This has been my Inner Torch. <laughs>